Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. So today I'm going to do a quick announcement on this episode, uh, just because it's been a while. Uh, although it's been a while, I've been posting on other platforms and writing a bunch. So I basically have this large back catalog of episodes to create, bonus episodes to create. I kind of did, took the month of December to do some reevaluating what I want to do. kind of want to maintain the episodes and keep them between, I would say, between 8 and 20 minutes. Um, but basically, I'm going to be coming out with a lot more just because I have a bunch of episodes now that I can go back through the notes and create episodes for. Plus, I'm going to continue to write and have more episodes coming. So, And then the, the other part of this announcement is you can now rate me on Spotify, rate me on Apple Podcasts, but also... The bonus episode feed on Apple Podcasts is very similar to my Substack feed, but they're going to be slightly different. So they're going to be two separate things still, but I'm lowering the price of the Apple Podcast ones to compensate for that in case someone wants to do both. You can get a lot of bonus content with just one of those because they do have some overlap, but each one is a little bit different. One being obviously a written format with some different type of content because of that format, where the audio version might have some extra phrasing, extra wording, extra notes involved, but it'll be a little bit different, but it's also going to be audio only. So it's a hi- it's going to be a hybrid of both of those things, but that's why I lowered the price. So in case someone wants to buy them both, it's still not overly expensive. I hope that makes sense. I think that's going to be helpful to kind of give people options if they want to help support me through those bonus episodes. But that's the only time I really want to do this type of announcement because we're gonna, as the episodes are going to be shorter, we're going to keep the intros shorter as well. So let's enter the labyrinth. Okay, so today's episode, what is Carl Jung's concept of the anima and why must we integrate this into our psyche? And I want to make... I'm going to be making more of these episodes where I kind of just cover a topic quickly and go over it instead of kind of having this like kind of vague topic. This one's going to be much more educational based in that regard. But first, a quick disclaimer. I'm mindful that Jung's work is something that once you read it, your psyche, you know, it it may begin projecting his ideas onto your own interpretations of what your psyche is experiencing. I think that's a big thing that occurs in psychology. However, for me personally, in exploring my psyche, I found Jung's meaning-making mechanisms, we'll call them, for the psyche helpful for understanding myself and kind of making peace with existence and also you know, examining despair and all those things. So maybe this will help you as well, and that's why I'm creating it, and that's why I still promote the use of Carl Jung, even though you know some of his ideas are very much subjective. I think that might be the right word. But anyway, I hope it leaves you something with contemplate. So the anima is both and inner complex of the mind in this kind of archetypal image of a a woman in the male psyche. That was what for Jung. Like I said, it's a concept that can help you understand the psyche, but is it is it this like objective thing that is always occurring? Not necessarily. It's just this method of understanding your psyche, if that makes sense. So translation, according to Jung, the anima is the inner feminine side of the man that manifests inside the psyche. And the animus which I'll cover more in depth in another post, is the inner masculine side of a woman. So I quote Jung here, The anima is not the soul in the dogmatic sense, not an anima rationalis, which is a philosophical conception, but a natural archetype that satisfactorily sums up all the statements of the unconscious, of the primitive mind, of the history of language and religion. It is always the 
a priori element in a man's moods, reactions, impulses, and whatever else is spontaneous in psychic life. So according to Jung, the anima is often influenced by a man's mother and then his, his encounters throughout life with other women, such as friendships and relationships. This then creates a sort of projection or reflection within a man for their image of the, of the feminine that they wish to embody. So thus, men often see the anima personified in dreams by images of women connected with, with nature, a, a woman with a wise demeanor, the seductress, or a sort of spiritual guide. Right, so the anima becomes an intensified, exaggerated, and kind of this mythological image of all emotional relations men have with with other people, especially women. So Jung says that men need to go deep inside themselves in order to integrate their anima, or everything she stands for will be uncontrollably projected. And the reason I like this is because I think this kind of helps us examine the patriarchal structures we have in place by forcing us to examine potentially what what we believe to be feminine uh, like a feminine archetype and analyzing that projection we create and that's why i like it because it's not i'm not saying that there's like some objective archetype that is the anima the anima is different for each individual but it's interesting to to examine and create this sort of projection of the anima of the feminine and see how your psyche views what it is to be feminine because the feminine is not what it is to be feminine is not objective this is kind of made up myth that society creates and that's why I want that's why I see it as important that's why I see Jung's concept is still important in kind of the psychoanalysis bend is seeing the myths we create and the narratives we create and the symbolism we create through what we project as the anima, if that makes sense. So this makes it, it makes it common for men to see aspects of their anima in women. They become pulled into those, those aspects they feel within their own psyche. And Jung says, Though the effects of anima and animus can be made conscious they themselves are factors transcending consciousness and beyond the reach of perception and violation hence they remain autonomous despite the integration of their contents and for this reason they should be born constantly in mind okay but how do we integrate the anima and this is my my important point that whatever you think of Jung's ideas i find this very helpful he sees a a great importance of understanding the manifestations of our unconscious through the use of active imagination, also known as creativity, right? So Jung sees the importance of allowing those creative expressions of the mind to come out by whatever means you feel called to, be it painting, writing, music, dance, and many other various endeavors. So you get to see what your perception of the feminine is. So it's about finding the outlet for your unconscious so that your inner psyche doesn't lash out uncontrollably. You know, you, you can examine those archetypal things that you seem to latch on to. It's a method of creating a connection to the universe we live in. So we create these illusions and we need to examine those illusions and see if we need to deconstruct them more. So your own unique connection through your understanding of your own psyche. So I guess all I have to say is have fun exploring. And thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Peace and love to you all. And thanks for listening. With love. Talk to you soon. Peace. Get the fuck out of my lap. <laughs>